here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. I hope you're doing well today. Our number is 877-381-3811, 877-381-3811. Major topics today, lots of them. Uh, Pat Robertson passed away. He's a very, very kind man, very decent man every time I spoke to him. Loved his country, loved his faith, loved his fellow Americans, and was very, very concerned about the future of America. And uh, did all he could in his lifetime to try and save us. But it's going to take a lot more, isn't it, I'm afraid. I want to talk about the Donald Trump situation, but before I do, you may have heard of a case that nobody was really following um, involving redistricting in Alabama, Louisiana, and it could affect the majority status down the road of the Republicans as well in the house redistricting is supposed to be race neutral that's what the constitution compels that's what the supreme court up until today has compelled race neutral if a state takes race into consideration that in and of itself can be unconstitutional We reject proportionate representation. That is, if you have 25, 27% of the population, let's say, is black, and it represents one-seventh of a state, then blacks get two seats that are predominantly black. uh, 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 Lonnie Guineer used to support that position. She was a radical leftist, and that has been rejected. As racist. And yet that's exactly what the Supreme Court did today. And incidentally, if you pack all blacks or Latinos or Jews or whatever into single districts, so they have a black congressman or Latino congressman or a Jewish congressman, you're not doing them any favors. 
Why? Because that's one congressman. If in fact that population is distributed more evenly in surrounding districts, they could have two or three congressmen. Two or three. But if they're packed into one, they have one district. This is something the Democrat Party and minority organizations continue to fight for. They continue to insist that they want these packed districts. Proportional representation. Because typically they vote Democrat. In fact, almost always they vote Democrat. The Supreme Court today in a 5-4 decision written by Chief Justice John Roberts and supported by Kavanaugh as well as the three leftists on the court abandoned that, that notion altogether. I want to give you an example of what actually what took place in Alabama. Because people who don't live in the South or people who don't live in, the Bal- in Alabama just go, you know, it's racist. They did. No, it's not. That's not what happened here. Not in the least. The example I just gave you is Alabama. 26% of the voting population age is black. So the court determined that they ought to have two black seats. Out of seven. And that's all they'll get. Ever. But that doesn't mean that black people are properly represented. Maybe they would have won other seats. As Democrats, not necessarily as blacks. So Clarence Thomas writes a scathing dissent, which is why the Democrats are constantly trying to destroy him, his wife, and have him removed from the court. The plaintiffs in these cases seek a proportional allocation of political power according to race, he said. According to the 2020 census, black Alabamans account for 27% of the state's population, 26% of its voting population, both figures slightly less than two-sevenths. Of Alabama's seven existing congressional districts, one, District 7, is majority black. These cases were brought to compel, quote, the creation of two majority-minority congressional districts, roughly proportional control. Remarkably, the majority fails to acknowledge that two minority-controlled districts would mean proportionality, or even that black Alabamans are about two-sevenths of the state. Yet that context is critical to the issues before us, not least because it explains the extent of the racist sorting the plaintiff's goal would require. In other words, it's supposed to be race neutral. But Thomas is saying this would compel racial and racist sorting of the people in the state. As a matter of mathematics, single member districting tends to deal out representation far short of proportionality to virtually all minorities, from environmentalists in Alaska to Republicans in Massachusetts. As such, creating two majority black districts would require Alabama to aggressively sort voters on the basis of race and nothing more. He says the plaintiff's 11 illustrative maps make that clear. All 11 maps refashion existing District 2 
into a majority black district while preserving the current black majority in District 7. They all follow the same approach, starting with black majority areas and populations in Montgomery County, Montgomery, Alabama. They expand District 2 East and West to encompass predominantly majority black areas throughout the rural black belt. In the process, the plans are careful to leave enough of the black belt for District 7 to maintain its black majority. Then, and critically, the plans of District 2, so we're talking about District 2 and 7, extend a southwestern tendril into Mobile County to capture a dense, highly populated majority black cluster, uh, cluster in urban Mobile. Those black Mobilians currently reside in the urban heart of District 1. For 50 years, District 1 has occupied the southwest pocket of Alabama, consisting of the state's two populous Gulf Coast counties, Mobile and Baldwin, as well as some less populous areas to the immediate north and east. It is indisputable that the Gulf Coast region is the sort of community of interest that the Alabama legislature might reasonably think a congressional district should be built around. So they're saying, what he's saying really is, the Alabama legislature was race neutral because you have a community along the Gulf Coast. And so this will bust up that community. It contains Alabama's only coastline, its fourth largest city, and the Port of Mobile. Its, physically, its physical geography runs north along Alabama Mobile Rivers, whose path District 1 follows. Its economy is tied to the Gulf, to shipping, shipbuilding, tourism, commercial fishing, and so forth. So here you have the state of Alabama not turning these districts into, you know, spaghetti and all the rest, where he's, oh, it's twisting here and there. They're following logical population and geographic lines. But for the plaintiffs, Thomas writes, to secure the majority black district too, this long-standing compact and eminently sensible district must be radically transformed. In the Gulf Coast region, the newly drawn District 1 will retain only the majority white areas that District 2 did not absorb on its path to Mobile's large majority black population. To make up the lost population, District 1 would have to extend eastward through largely majority white rural counties along the length of Alabama's border with the Florida Panhandle. The plaintiffs do not assert that white residents on the Gulf Coast have anything special in common with the white residents in those communities, and the district made no such finding. The plaintiffs mass with thus District 1 to the leftover white communities of the southern fringe of the state, its shape and constituents defined almost entirely by the need to make District 2 majority black, while also retaining a majority black District 7. So what you have here is the segregating of communities by John Roberts, Kavanaugh, and the liberals on the court. The segregating of, of communities in order to make an additional black majority district and the stereotypical view that a traditional black majority district therefore will elect a black uniquely can represent the district. Statistical evidence also underscored the, illustri- the 
illustrative maps extreme racial sorting. Another of the plaintiff's experts, Dr. Kusi Imai, computer-generated 10,000 district plans using a race-blind algorithm programmed to observe several objective district criteria. None of those plans contained even one majority black district. So this guy uses a computer. He goes through it. Every conceivable combination of interests for a community other than race. 10,000 district plans, not one of them is black. Dr. Amai generated another 20,000 plans using the same algorithm, but with the additional constraint that they must contain at least one majority black district, none of those plans contained a second majority black district or even a second district with a black voting age population above 40%. He's saying this is how it would work if it was actually neutral. The plurality of justices appear to agree that with the plaintiffs, they could not prove the first precondition of their statewide vote dilution claim. And he goes on. So rather than being race neutral... They must be race conscious. And just because you put people of the same skin pigmentation together doesn't mean they have the same interests. All these rural black, blacks with urban blacks. And same with whites or anybody else for that matter. And so what the Supreme Court did and what the media promotes and what the Democrat Party and Various ethnic front groups promote are these districts which are based on race and race alone, even though it's unconstitutional. And if you don't have, in Alabama as an example, two, then obviously the legislature is filled with white racists. And yet they couldn't prove racism at all. Because what the legislature did and what the governor signed off on had nothing to do with race. It had to do with logical, geographic, community, and commercial line drawing. But John Roberts is desperate, desperate to receive a pat on the head from the left in the New York Times. Kavanaugh as I told you when he was nominated, is not a constitutionalist. As I told a friend of mine, a judge, who kept calling me and telling me how wonderful Kavanaugh was, that he's not. And this is what happens. This is what happens. And so you have issues now being raised in Louisiana. You have issues now being raised in Florida. Issues being raised where the legislatures are not accused, other than by knuckleheads in the media and so forth, are not accused of race-based gerrymandering. In fact, quite the contrary. They're being condemned for not considering race when they created new districts, which they're prohibited from doing. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin.
If we've learned anything over the past two years, it's that unexpected things can happen. For example, average IRA and 401k balances fell 20% last year, according to Fidelity. We didn't expect that. But here's something that could help if you have an IRA or 401k. Physical gold in your IRA. The World Gold Council says even central banks are buying tons of gold. Now, what does that tell you? Learn why many Americans are turning to a gold IRA with Augusta Precious Metals. They're the best. I recommend them to my friends and family. You should call Augusta and get their ultimate guide to gold IRAs. Feels good to know there's another savings option. Diversity is the key. Call Augusta Precious Metals at 8774-GOLD-IRA. That's 8774-GOLD-IRA. 8774-GOLD-IRA. Consult your financial professionals before making investment decisions and get disclosures at AugustaPreciousMetals.com. Trust me, trust me, trust me. I'm going to get to this prosecution stuff as I did yesterday. And there's more to expand on. But before I do, 15 years ago, Was it 15 years ago? 2008. How long ago is that, Mr. Producer? 15 years ago, Barack Obama declared in a televised discussion that he opposed same-sex marriage. Remember that, America? He said marriage is between a man and a woman. That there are other ways to address this. Civil unions and so forth. But he was emphatic in his opposition to same-sex marriage. Today, Joe Biden said, essentially, that if you object to the mutilation of children, you're a bigot. So we've gone from Obama opposing same-sex marriage to the Democrats saying, if you don't support the mutilation of a child, you're a bigot. In 15 short years, I want to discuss this in a little bit more detail when we return. I'll be right back. If we've learned anything over the past two years, it's that unexpected things can happen. For example, average IRA and 401k balances fell 20% last year, according to Fidelity. We didn't expect that. But here's something that could help if you have an IRA or 401k. Physical gold in your IRA. The World Gold Council says even central banks are buying tons of gold. Now, what does that tell you? Learn why many Americans are turning to a gold IRA with Augusta Precious Metals. They're the best. I recommend them to my friends and family. You should call Augusta and get their ultimate guide to gold IRAs. Feels good to know there's another savings option. Diversity is the key. Call Augusta Precious Metals at 8774-GOLD-IRA. That's 8774-GOLD-IRA. 8774-GOLD-IRA. Consult your financial professionals before making investment decisions and get disclosures at AugustaPreciousMetals.com. Mark Levin, a proud conservative. No ifs, ands, or buts. Call in at 877-381-3811. So 15 years ago, the official position of the leading Democrat in America... Barack Obama was, he opposed same-sex marriage. 
today the position of Joe Biden is if you oppose the mutilation of children without even parents' knowledge, then you're a bigot. Joe Biden's also putting together a task force to prevent governors from removing pornographic books from the shelves of elementary school libraries. Something about the Democrat Party and Joe Biden in particular that gets a sick excitement from sexualizing children. There's a perversity here. I don't expect them to admit it or the media to agree with it since they are of the same mindset. But here he is at a news conference with the British Prime Minister. Let's go to cut one, Mr. Producer. And he's asked a question by Laura Baron Lopez, PBS NewsHour, in which she lies. In which she lies that the anti-LGBTQ protesters turned violent in California. We all saw what happened. They weren't violent. This was an Armenian community, mostly, in Glendale, California. Sticking up for their children. Rallying at a school board meeting. They weren't violent in the least. They were attacked by Antifa. And they don't want their kids to be exposed to sexualizing, to perversion, to this ideology, to this mindset. They want them to be taught. Not indoctrinated. Cut one, go. All over the country, Mr. President, Republican-led states are passing laws, uh, passing anti-LGBTQ, anti-transgender laws that restrict rights and medical care. Intimidation. This is so outrageous. If there's an adult out there who wants to have their physical appearance, their genitalia changed, then change it. Do what you want. That's not the issue here, ladies and gentlemen. The issue here is children. Parental involvement and notification. When you have the state, that is the government, governmental authorities in the form of teacher union members, educational bureaucrats, and others making decisions for children, that is not acceptable. Nor is it acceptable that a minority of the population, people who transgender, or even LGBTQ, impose their views on children any more than sexuality should be taught to little kids by anybody about anything. The big debate used to be sex education. And by sex education, what was meant was straight sex. Right? People objected to it. They objected to it in elementary schools. I object to it in elementary schools. Having nothing to do with LGBTQ or anything of the sort. Now I seem pretty old-fashioned, don't I, Mr. Producer? So people are trying to impose this on our families, on our little ones, who do not have 
the brain function, the capacity to address it, to deal with it. You know, when you look at the Democrat Party, and I will say this, their push for abortion on demand at any time, right up to birth, and they don't even want to protect a baby that's born from a botched abortion. They voted against it. But right up to birth, they say, follow the science. Is that a baby in the womb? Yes. A fully functioning baby. But abortion on demand, partial birth abortion, is said to be a right. The mutilation of a child without their parents' knowledge at the direction of the state is said to be a right. I want to remind you, this is the same political party a hundred years ago that embraced eugenics. I want to remind you, they called themselves progressives, it was the progressive era, but they were American Marxists back then. The progeny of Marxist ideology and doctrine. And they supported eugenics to cull the population of blacks and other minorities and people who they considered inferior. And the Democrat Party today stands behind abortion on demand for everyone. They don't even have a limiting criteria. And now we've moved from that to this. So if we want to defend children, our own and others, from drugs and surgical procedures that will ruin their lives or change their lives forevermore without any recourse, we're now standing up against Biden and the Democrats in the state. And let me be further clear. It's only Republican governors who are opposing this. Not one damn Democrat governor has stood up. Not one. Were the Democrat senators? Nowhere. Were the Democrat House members? Nowhere. And then there are surrogates like the Southern Poverty Law Center. Moms for Liberty. Parents for Education. Domestic terrorist groups, hate groups, because that's what the Democrat Party and their surrogates do. When Obama opposed same-sex marriage 15 years ago, they didn't call them these things. Cut one, go. This week, anti-LGBTQ protesters turned violent in California. And also recently, I spoke to the parents of a transgender girl in Texas who told me that they're afraid and that they're considering leaving not just their state, but the country. Sir, why do you think this is happening? Oh, boy. She spoke to one person who's thinking about leaving the country. I can tell you about people who've left the country for a lot of reasons. 
But this is not a question. This is a statement. This is PBS. This is what you're subsidizing. It's sickening how they all circle around the state, that is the government, and support this. Go ahead. Like the ones that I spoke to, to those families who are contemplating leaving the country because they don't feel safe anymore. First of all, maybe quietly when we finish this, you can give me the number of that family and I will call them, let them know that the president and this administration has their back. And I mean that. Really? You're really cool. And you want the number quietly of all the people who have suffered from murder, rape, and mayhem as a result of your immigration policies? Do you want their numbers too? I don't think you'll have time to call them all, Mr. President, even during your three-day weekends in the Wilmington or Rehoboth Beach. You want their numbers? You want the numbers of people who've raged the, reached the age of majority, who went through these processes and wish they never did? You want to call them and tell them the administration has their back too? course not it's disgusting in fact you're disgusting the way you lie the way you exploit disgusting cut to go as president i was proud to end the ban on transgender troops in our military how many transgender troops are in our military anybody know tiny tiny number Ladies and gentlemen, we're having trouble getting troops. Our numbers are way down. We're not ma- making our our numbers for the number we need in the Army, the Navy, the Air Force, the Marines. We're way below our numbers. He's destroying the military. Go ahead. For Marriage Act, strengthen the civil rights protections for LBG, LBGT. Americans. Come on, spit it out, moron. Go ahead. Enhance LGBT human rights around the globe. But our fight is far, far Is there a problem with this? I'm missing something. I looked. The FBI says over 50% of the hate crimes in this country are against Jews, not LGBTQ. Somebody's walking down the street and they're gay. How do I know? If they're bi, how do I know? If they're transgender, how the hell do I know? All right. A soul on the five today, they were wondering what the word woke means. He said, Ron DeSantis better have a definition for the word woke since he says wokeism has died in Florida. So let me help them out, my friends there. And what I sent to one of them. Woke is the advancement of the American Marxist agenda. Whether sexualization of children, transgender ideology, CRT, anti-free speech, the list is a long one. Through the prism of Marxism, as I explained in American Marxism. That's oppressor versus oppressed. Our friend Gutfeld likes to use that phrase. That's where it comes from. Marxism. And that's what I wrote in my book. So if you don't embrace 
their agenda, you will be punished in one form or another. You will be labeled. You will be censored. So Marxism is wokeism. Wokeism is a very passive word. The original use of wokeism like half a century ago was an urban term involving blacks and race. But it's certainly not that today. It's much bigger and much broader. It's this whole Marxist agenda. And one day people will wake up and realize that Marxism is anti-black as it is anti-everything else in this society. It opposes individualism. It opposes the ability to rise up, individuals to rise up, become successful. So that's wokeism. Wokeism is the advancement of American Marxism on all fronts. There, now I've defined it. Now the backbenchers can regurgitate it. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. If we've learned anything over the past two years, it's that unexpected things can happen. For example, average IRA and 401k balances fell 20% last year, according to Fidelity. We didn't expect that. But here's something that could help if you have an IRA or 401k. Physical gold in your IRA. The World Gold Council says even central banks are buying tons of gold. Now what does that tell you? Learn why many Americans are turning to a gold IRA with Augusta Precious Metals. They're the best. I recommend them to my friends and family. You should call Augusta and get their ultimate guide to gold IRAs. Feels good to know there's another savings option. Diversity is the key. Call Augusta Precious Metals at 8774-GOLD-IRA. That's 8774-GOLD-IRA. 8774-GOLD-IRA. Consult your financial professionals before making investment decisions and get disclosures at AugustaPreciousMetals.com. You remember what they say, buy low and sell high. I have an idea, America. I'll put together a few other people. And maybe we'll buy CNN, Mr. Producer. I understand there's a billionaire in New York who has a grocery chain and owns WABC that he's thinking about buying CNN as well. Have you heard that? Somehow it managed to show up in the New York Post. But I think I can do it. Pull together a few billionaire buddies of mine. We could buy CNN. I won't even charge a dollar a year to run it. I'll do it gratis. And then I'll put all my friends in as hosts. What do you think of that? I'll put all my friends in as hosts. I'll bring back another Cuomo, even though he's not my friend. I'll run him at 3 in the morning. 3 in the morning. Just because I could. Humiliate him. But can you imagine the lineup? Solid conservatives? Yes. Yes. I mean, I've been around broadcasting a long time, America. Be a fantastic lineup. But you never know. Maybe I'll buy WOR in New York, put together a consortium. You never know. The world's out there. It's a tremendous possibility. And I am very fortunate to have 
many allies and friends, we could do this. I'm not the poorest guy in the world either, just to be honest with you. It's something I'll play with, something I'll think about, Mr. Producer. I don't want to get everybody's hopes up. You never know. So Joe Biden, um, Joe Biden, are you a crook? Joe Biden basically said what Nixon said. I am not a crook. But the truth is Nixon wasn't a crook. And the truth is Biden is. Cut three. Go. Bribery allegation. Congresswoman Nancy Mace says there's damning evidence that the FBI filed that he sold out of the country. Do you have a response to congressional Republicans? Where's the money? I'm joking. Mr. President, Mr. President, it's a bunch of malarkey. It's a bunch of malarkey. Where's the money? Cut four, go. Mr. President, what do you say to Americans to convince them that they should trust the independence and fairness of the Justice Department when your predecessor, Donald Trump, repeatedly attacks it? Because you notice I have never once, not one single time, suggested to the Justice Department what they should do or not do relative to bringing a charge or not bringing a charge. I'm honest. No, you're not honest, and that's not what you've done. You brought up January 6th and thought that... Trump should be pursued. So you're a liar, number one. Number two, you don't even have to say anything. You have picked an attorney general who's as corrupt as they come. He's like a mob lawyer. And I'm going to get into this next hour in great detail. We'll be right back. This segment of the podcast is exclusively sponsored by Pure Talk. Pure Talk offers great coverage and can save your family money on your wireless bill every single month. Go to puretalk.com to find the plan that's right for you. Thank you again for listening, and thank you so much for this sponsorship, Pure Talk. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, America. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811, 3811. The Wall Street Journal, Cuba, to host secret Chinese spy base focusing on the United States. Beijing will pay Havana several billion dollars for eavesdropping facility. I'm telling you, folks, just a matter of time. I'd like to hear what the Republicans, what the pseudo-conservatives, Forget about the Democrats. I'd like to hear what they have in mind to deal with this. I hear nothing. Every time I bring up we need to spend more and muscle up our defense, I get crickets or pushback. China and Cuba have reached a secret agreement for China to establish an electronic eavesdropping facility on the island in a brash new geopolitical challenge by Beijing to the United States, according to U.S. officials familiar with highly classified intelligence. An eavesdropping facility in Cuba, roughly 100 miles from Florida, would allow Chinese intelligence services to scoop up electronic communications throughout the southeastern United States, where many military bases are located, and monitor U.S. ship traffic. 
I guess uh, real estate values in Key West might start to plummet. Officials familiar with the matter said that China has agreed to pay cash-strapped Cuba several billion dollars to allow it to build the eavesdropping station and that the two countries have reached an agreement in principle. Do you remember the, uh, the confrontation with the Kennedy administration in Russia? Or more accurately, the Soviet Union, the so-called missile crisis, where we almost had a nuclear war. Then Kennedy stared down Khrushchev. This gets like no attention. Or maybe it's a one-day story. The Monroe Doctrine doesn't even exist anymore. Our enemies are all over the Central and South American areas. Russia. Ooh, not Ukraine. Russia and China. And by the way, Iran. The revelation about the planned site has sparked alarm within the Biden administration because of Cuba's proximity to the U.S. mainland. Washington regards Beijing as its most significant economic and military rival. A Chinese base with advanced military and intelligence capabilities in the U.S.'s backyard could be an unprecedented new threat. Well, I cannot speak to this specific report, we're well aware of and have spoken many times to the People's Republic of China and their effort to invest in infrastructure around the world and may have military purposes, including in this hemisphere, Kirby said. We monitor it closely. All they do is monitor. We monitored it, baby. We monitor it closely, take steps to counter it and remain confident that we're able to meet all our security commitments at home in the region and around the world. See, see this mumbo-jumbo, this pablum? This does nothing. It has the opposite effect. Excuse me, I cursed. Let me so- tell you something, pal. You're not putting anything in that island. And we're going to make sure of it. So I recommend... You don't try. And one of the ways you do that is you, if we had a big enough Navy, you make sure that none of their ships can get through a a U.S. naval blockade. That's how you do it. Does this sound extreme to you? Am I a warmonger and a neocon? This is what we used to do certainly in our own hemisphere, to protect ourselves. But not anymore. U.S. officials described the intelligence on the planned Cuba site, apparently gathered in recent weeks, as convincing. They said the base would enable China to conduct signals intelligence, known in the espionage world as SIGNET, which could include the monitoring of a range of communications, including emails, phone calls, satellite transmissions. Well, that's about... Chinese embassy in Washington had no comment Cuba's embassy didn't respond to requests for comment They have an embassy? I forgot, is that nuts or what? Officials declined to provide more details about the proposed location of the listening station Or whether construction had begun It couldn't be determined what, if anything, the Biden administration could do to stop completion I just told you what they could do We had the 1962 Cuban Missile Crisis, remember? John Kennedy today would be a Republican. There's no question about it. 
And so the article goes on with irrelevancies, pretty much. And you just have to ask yourself, I mean, is there any way out of this damn thing? Then they're this from Voice of America. VOA, we call it. China establishing commanding lead with key military technologies. Chinese research on some key military technologies is so far ahead that the United States and its key allies may never be able to catch up, according to a new analysis by the Australian think tank, an Australian think tank. It's called the Australian Strategic Policy Institute, ASPI. They issued its findings yesterday based on a review of the top 10% of the most highly cited research papers concluding China leads in 19 of 23 key categories, including some that are likely to play a major role in Beijing's push for military prominence. It's not prominence, it's dominance in the Indo-Pacific and beyond. Mark, Mark, I still a neocon? Am I still a warmonger? For God's sakes. China, quote, is a commanding lead in hypersonics, electronic warfare, And in key undersea capabilities, the ASPI study found, further warning, quote, China's leads are so emphatic, they create a significant risk that China might dominate future technological breakthroughs in these areas. The analysis further found that for hypersonics, nine of the ten leading research institutions are based in China, while China is home to all ten, all ten of the top research venues for undersea drones. Unlike ballistic missiles, which fly at hypersonic speeds but travel along a set trajectory, hypersonic weapons are highly maneuverable despite flying at Mach 5, five times the speed of sound. And the gaps between China and everyone else are significant. With some technology, like hypersonics, China produces more than 73% of all high-impact research, more than the U.S. than the next eight countries combined. Mark, Mark, I think we're spending enough, actually. You must be a neocon. We've had enough of these forever wars. Every case must be analyzed on its own. The test is prudence, not ideology. What is prudent to do in this situation? To sit back and watch? The analysis also found indications that China is using Western research institutions to its advantage. More than 14% of high-impact Chinese authors, those who wrote the work cited most often, did their postgraduate training in the United States, Australia, or Britain, noting the percentage is close to 20% for researchers writing about hypersonic detections and close to 18% for hypersonic warfare. In other words, one out of every five communist Chinese so-called scholars was educated in the United States, Australia, or Britain. Now, we maintain an edge, we and our allies, in a few areas. ASPI said the U.S. leads in high-impact research on um, autonomous systems, quantum computing, and quantum sensors, some areas of artificial intelligence and in protective cybersecurity. Well, they'll steal that, the Chinese, and then they'll advance on that. When U.S. research efforts are combined with those of Australia and Britain, the so-called AUKUS partnership, 
The gap closes a bit more, though China still retains a considerable research advantage. The Institute also said it hopes the findings would strengthen some calls for the three countries to expand technology cooperation to other countries such as Japan. Well, why wouldn't we? What the hell are we waiting for? Japan is a huge resource of incredibly intelligent human beings. The U.S., Australia, and Britain entered into this agreement in September 2021 to address mutual concerns in the Indo-Pacific and to boost advancements in artificial technology, quantum computing, and cyber defense. One of the most prominent pieces of the three-country alliance included a U.S.-Australian plan to build Australia at least eight nuclear power submarines. Remember that? And the French went, oh, my goodness. They went, oh, my goodness. U.S. defense and military officials have repeatedly voiced concerns about China's expanding military and the advanced technology fueling the expansion. In March, the Defense Intelligence Agency's chief scientist told reporters in Washington, Beijing already has the world's leading arsenal of hypersonic missiles. The U.S. is developing its own hypersonic weapons, but all of them remain in testing or development. You know why? Because Obama didn't believe in them, so we didn't do it. Obama didn't believe in killer satellites, so we didn't do it. It was Trump who put in the Space Force to break it out as its own military service so we can get going on these things. Other U.S. intel officials have also warned that China's ability to leverage advanced technology is a severe concern. In February, Director of National Intelligence Avril Haines warned that the high-altitude spy balloon China sent over the continent of the United States could be the start of Chinese surveillance efforts. Ooh, wish I thought of that. So that's where we are. You know, I wouldn't mind if the 11 conservatives on the House were shutting down voting. If their purpose was to get more support, resources to muscle up the U.S. military. That I could see. That I could see. But here we are. And guess what else we learned today, America? Iran has a hypersonic missile. Well, where would Iran get that? They got the technology from China. It's only a matter of time before they use a hypersonic missile and put nuclear warheads on it. That can blow out the state of Israel. That can hit the United States. What are we going to do then? What are we going to do then? We'll just crawl into a fetal position. This is none of our business. It's so far away. These places are so far away. What do they have to do with us? One of the reasons I played part of Ronald Reagan's speech on D-Day was so his broader message might get through to some individuals in which he warned He warned about a country that would pretend that these problems overseas weren't their problems or wouldn't come to their own shores. 
that would pretend that we're not viewing World War II all over again. And worse, this time, genocidal maniacs with nuclear weapons. North Korea has nuclear weapons. We were promised by Republican and Democrat administrations that appeased that country and gave them tens of billions of dollars in aid to try and prevent them from doing this. We were told they wouldn't be able to. So cocksure were we that we removed all the nuclear warheads from South Korea. South Korea doesn't have a single one right now. They used to. I guess, I guess they were wrong. I guess they were wrong. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Remember the last time you got a quote-unquote free phone? You started out feeling great, then came the hefty activation fees, four-line requirements, and of course, the binding contract. Don't fall for it again, folks. Only Pure Talk gives you a free 5G Samsung Galaxy phone without the feeling you've been duped. Just sign up for Pure Talk's unlimited talk, unlimited text, and unlimited data plan with mobile hotspot for just 55 bucks a month and get a 5G Samsung Galaxy for free. That's right, unlimited everything at a fraction of the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Here's another thing. You'll be on America's most dependable 5G network. How do I know? I'm a customer. Make the switch to Pure Talk, the wireless company I'm proud to stand behind because they're proud to stand behind me and you. Just dial pound 250 and say Mark Levin and you'll get a free Samsung Galaxy when you sign up for unlimited talk, text, and unlimited data. Again, go to puretalk.com, use promo code Levin Podcast, L-E-V-I-N Podcast, to start saving today. I want to congratulate Kellyanne Conway a friend of long standing i want to congratulate her for uh dropping that deadbeat husband of hers george conway george conway to me uh looks a little bit like chris christie or bill barr just a nasty guy he didn't get the job he wanted in the uh trump administration so he went to war with trump and of course, he doesn't do much that I'm aware of except show up on MSLSD and the Constipated News Network. And so he was on MSLSD, which is owned by Comcast in Philadelphia. And he's celebrating what he says is the imminent indictment of Donald Trump. You got to be pretty sick, don't you think, America? You must really hate your country to be so obsessed to promote the litigation with the accuser um, in the rape allegations that the jury never found that there had been rape. But Georgie was behind some of that. Georgie's behind the Lincoln Project. Imagine being this guy. An insatiable appetite, not just for food, but for his attacks on Donald Trump. There he is on MSLSD today. Cut seven, go. I think the word that you could use here that was probably inadvisably used in the Georgia investigation is that an indictment is imminent. I mean, I think it's highly, I mean, they're basically telling him they're, they're likely to indict him. Wow, did you go to law school to figure that out? Oh, cutting edge. 
oh, this guy's unbelievably intelligent, isn't he? I think the word you could have used was imminent, you say. Not imminent, imminent. Imminent, yes. Go ahead, please. Really mean it's going to be tomorrow doesn't necessarily mean that next week. I mean, but it does mean no, no, imminent means it means it's coming, it doesn't mean tomorrow, the next day, doesn't mean Saturday or Sunday. No, no, imminent the word imminent. Go ahead, uh, are a believer in the rule of law and I'm a hankering for the rule of law. The Santa's gonna I am a, I have a hankering for the rule of law and a hot dog. I mean, I must tell you. A hankering for the rule of law. This is the rule of law, you jerk. Are you kidding me? Go ahead. Here. And it's not going to be in Christmas. It's going to be sooner rather than later. Ah, no wonder they invite him on. Profound. Absolutely profound. And so there he is. George. Is it George Conway or Conman? Or is it George... Wrong way. Complete irrelevancy. I'll be right back. Remember the last time you got a quote-unquote free phone? You started out feeling great, then came the hefty activation fees, four-line requirements, and of course, the binding contract. Don't fall for it again, folks. Only Pure Talk gives you a free 5G Samsung Galaxy phone without the feeling you've been duped. Just sign up for Pure Talk's unlimited talk, unlimited text, and unlimited data plan with Mobile Hotspot for just 55 bucks a month and get a 5G Samsung Galaxy for free. That's right, unlimited everything at a fraction of the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Here's another thing. You'll be on America's most dependable 5G network. How do I know? I'm a customer. Make the switch to Pure Talk, the wireless company I'm proud to stand behind, because they're proud to stand behind me and you. Just dial pound 250 and say Mark Levin, and you'll get a free Samsung Galaxy when you sign up for unlimited talk, text, and unlimited data. Again, go to puretalk.com, use promo code Levin Podcast, L-E-V-I-N Podcast, to start saving today. Mark Levin, the great one. The great one, Mark Levin. Dial in now, 877-381-3811. All right, I am uh, about to break some news here for you. Let's see. This is from Donald Trump on True Social. The corrupt Biden administration has informed my attorneys that I have been indicted. Seemingly over the boxes hoax, even though Joe Biden has 1,850 boxes in Delaware and so forth, with even more boxes at the University of Pennsylvania and documents strewn all over his garage floor where he parks his Corvette and which is secured, quote unquote, by only a garage door that is paper thin and open much of the time. I've been summoned to appear at the federal courthouse in Miami on Tuesday at 3 p.m., I never thought it possible that such a thing could happen to a former president of the United States who received far more votes than any sitting president in the history of our country and is currently leading by far all candidates, both Democrat and Republican, in polls of the 24 presidential election. I am an innocent man. This is indeed a dark day for the United States of America. We are a country in serious and rapid decline, but together we will make America great again. Uh, We've looked for the news information behind this. Um, 
Nothing, nothing has appeared yet in the federal court docket. Um, people have reached out to the special counsel's office. They have not responded yet. And nothing is any in any media organization except what the president has said. So the president has said he's been indicted. And we are here for another hour and a half, and we're going to monitor this very, very carefully, obviously. And um, if he's been told he's been indicted, then I suspect he's been indicted. It's truly sickening. So uh, there you have it. I do not know the particulars at this point. Uh, Nobody does. And we will, uh, I'm sure, but before this program is over, certainly by the third hour, we will have the particulars to report to you and to discuss at some length. Of course, like clockwork, I've been asked by Hannity on Fox to appear on his program this evening, so I will. And um, it's moments like this where I need to get out there, both on radio and TV, and speak to these matters. What we have here is a document case that was turned into an espionage case, that was turned into an obstruction case. All this obstruction, so-called, is uh, related to responses to what is this criminal investigation. In other words, had this matter never been criminalized, there never would have been an obstruction issue. And this creates a horrific precedent. A horrific precedent. At many levels. Number one, when Donald Trump left the White House, he was still president. He was still president at that time. Number two, on this issue of obstruction... You notice this is where prosecutors always go, obstruction. Why? Because they set up people. That's why. We need to know if this is every single document you have. Well, of course it is. And then you find another document. Oops. Okay, obstruction. Hillary Clinton destroyed thousands of emails. And they were destroyed in a way by her people that they could never be recovered. They weren't just deleted. They were destroyed so the entire digital platform was eliminated her people also destroyed her cell phones with hammers she was never charged with obstruction there was never a search warrant issued for her home where her where her server was placed, that she was illegally using on government business. Her unsecured server. She also used an unsecure server when she was overseas in the belly of the beast of many of our enemies. She was never president, despite her best efforts, despite her corrupt efforts with Russia collusion which means she doesn't have the protections of a president or former president. 
No armed FBI SWAT team ever showed up at her door. Never. She obstructed justice. She was not a former president. And she wasn't charged with anything. And yes, there's a parallel. That's a parallel. The case of Donald Trump, they criminalized this case as fast as they could. Isn't it amazing the impanel a grand jury in Florida that indicts the president within 72 hours? Pretty shocking, don't you think? Federal indictment. Don't tell me Biden didn't know about this. Now, as for the Attorney General of the United States, who pretends he has hands-off, the Attorney General of the United States has hands-on. He appointed Jack Smith, the rogue prosecutor, knowing full well that Jack Smith overreached in the case involving the former governor of Virginia, for which the Supreme Court unanimously overturned the conviction. He knows the Attorney General, that this same guy overreached with John Edwards in North Carolina when the jury refused to convict. And that's the man he chooses. Moreover, we're not talking about the independent counsel statute, which lapsed years ago. This is the special counsel regulatory appointment. The appointment is made and was made by the Attorney General. And in this case, the special counsel reports to the Attorney General, ultimately, and directly. Not the case with the independent counsel. So Merrick Garland knows exactly what's going on. He knows exactly what's being done. And the violations of normal prosecutorial ethics and procedures are unbelievable. The endless felonious leaks by the special counsel's office to the Washington Post, among others. The abuse of power by going behind the attorney-client privilege, going in front of a judge who's ruled in your favor over and over again, a judge appointed by Obama, who handles all the matters relating to the grand jury. This prosecutor insisted on questioning the attorneys, and in questioning the attorneys, getting attorney-client privilege information, which means you don't have a right to counsel. They call this the crime-fraud exception. I call it a fraud period. That ruling should never have stood and shouldn't stand, and I'm sure it'll be an issue on appeal. This prosecutor has refused to release, refused to release the memorandum that lays out the extent of his appointment authority. Why? Shouldn't we the people know? There's nothing confidential or secret about that. But defense counsel wanted to have access to that so they can make a determination whether they need to use it in, in appealing these matters. And, uh, of course, Jim Jordan has asked for it as well, as head of the Judiciary Committee. What's the secret? What's the secret? I want you to listen to Tim Parlator, former Trump attorney handling with Jim Trustee and others. The documents matter. 
on CBS News yesterday. I want you to listen to this. Cut 22, go. The Trump attorneys have raised questions about prosecutorial misconduct in this case. What did you witness? I witnessed a lot of misconduct. What did that look like? So I, uh, it's been reported, I went before the grand jury myself. Um, I was not subpoenaed. I went involuntarily Mm -hmm. um, as, you know, in the place of a custodian of records. And I was really stunned by what I saw in the grand jury room by the conduct of the prosecutors. They made many attempts to, to try to get at privileged communications. They would ask me about conversations with my client. They would make improper references to the jury, trying to mislead them about that. At one point, it got to the level where, you know, they're asking me this again, and then they turn to the grand jury and they say, you're refusing to provide this information. No, I'm not refusing to provide. The ethical rules prohibit me. Even if the answer to this question is helpful, I'm not allowed to give it. And I turned to the jury and I said, and she knows it. She knows that it's an improper question. It's an improper inference. That then led to an exchange where she tried saying, well, the privilege has exceptions. It could be waived. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, if the president's so cooperative, why won't he waive privilege and allow you to tell the grand jury about his conversations? Why does that cross a legal red line? Well, that, that crosses a major red line as far as implying guilt to a jury based on the invocation of a constitutional right. It's the kind of thing that if that had happened in a trial court, the judge would have immediately stopped everything, probably declared a mistrial. And it's the kind of thing that, quite frankly, an attorney, a prosecuting attorney who willfully does that type of thing would potentially face discipline. And I think that they probably will when this case comes out. Oh, I have more information here. Reporter Nick Sorter on Twitter, President Trump has been indicted on at least seven federal charges, including illegal retention of classified documents, obstruction, and conspiracy. United States of America. Makes me sick to my stomach. And I know his lawyers will fight this, and they must. And I hope the Supreme Court, I hope the weak links on the Supreme Court, in specific the Chief Justice Roberts and Kavanaugh, I hope they fully comprehend what's taking place here. That Biden, who's running for re-election as a Democrat, that his Attorney General, who has targeted parents, pro-lifers, refuses to enforce the law when it comes to the border, Who's going after Republican state legislatures? Who's the most radical partisan attorney general in American history? A corrupt FBI, as laid out by the Durham report, an infamously rogue prosecutor who was brought back specifically to try and take out Trump. His whole family is all linked to the Democrat Party, particularly the Obamas. I hope they understand what's taking place here, and the timing of this is not lost on any of us. It's intended to affect the Republican primary and the outcome of this election. I don't know how old many of you are, but the oldest among us, you've never seen anything like this before, have you? No. Of course not.
Neither have I. Stick with us. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Remember the last time you got a quote-unquote free phone? You started out feeling great, then came the hefty activation fees, four-line requirements, and, of course, the binding contract. Don't fall for it again, folks. Only Pure Talk gives you a free 5G Samsung Galaxy phone without the feeling you've been duped. Just sign up for Pure Talk's unlimited talk, unlimited text, and unlimited data plan with Mobile Hotspot for just 55 bucks a month and get a 5G Samsung Galaxy for free. That's right, unlimited everything at a fraction of the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Here's another thing. You'll be on America's most dependable 5G network. How do I know? I'm a customer. Make the switch to Pure Talk, the wireless company I'm proud to stand behind because they're proud to stand behind me and you. Just dial pound 250 and say Mark Levin and you'll get a free Samsung Galaxy when you sign up for unlimited talk, text, and unlimited data. Again, go to puretalk.com, use promo code Levin Podcast, L-E-V-I-N Podcast, to start saving today. Was there really any doubt that once the DA in Manhattan, the DA in Atlanta, the U.S. Attorney's Office, the Department of Justice in Washington, impaneled their grand juries in these Democrat cities, as well as Miami for that matter, was there any doubt that we'd be reaching this point, ladies and gentlemen? That shows you that there is no justice here. This entire thing was predictable. Utterly predictable. Illegal retention of classified documents. Well, if that's a charge here, Mr. Producer, then they have to indict Joe Biden. Do you understand my point? He doesn't have a leg to stand on. He's not even a former president at the moment that he retained classified documents. So they will have to indict Joe Biden if that's the case. But as I told you many months ago, the position of the Department of Justice is we don't indict sitting presidents. I believe there's a fury building in this country. And I don't believe it's going to manifest itself as a violent act or actions. But there is a fury and anger building in this country, in homes across America, where people know what injustice is. People know what the Democrat Party is doing, what Joe Biden is doing. And they're sick of it. They're sick to their stomach. We're going to spend the last hour of the program on this. I hope you'll stick with us. I'll be on Hannity tonight. I have no idea what time, but they've asked me to come on, so I'll come on. The country's in decline. country's unraveling. This is another example. This is a prime example of what we're talking about. What's taken place here is not only unprecedented, and it's not unprecedented because it's Donald Trump. It's unprecedented because the Democrat Party hates this country. 
and is happy to burn it down. I'll be right back. In today's digital age, where cyber threats loom larger than ever, safeguarding your personal information is paramount. So why is Congress considering a law that could put your credit card data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? This Durbin Marshall credit card bill could jeopardize your financial data, make it more susceptible to cyber intrusions. It's a controversial bill that proposes a shift in billions of dollars worth of consumer transactions to payment networks that lack the robust security measures consumers rely on. Who could possibly want that? Well, the answer, woke corporate megastores seeking to inflate their multi-billion dollar profit margins. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill will undermine our safe and convenient payment systems and endanger your data security. It's time to take a stand. Visit electronicpaymentscoalition.org. Make your voice heard. Tell your senators to oppose the radical Durbin Marshall credit card bill paid for by the Electronic Payments Coalition. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, America. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811. 877-381-3811. Our country's teetering. It's teetering. It's it's being pushed into tyranny. It's being dragged into tyranny by the Democrat Party. This isn't about the rule of law, America. This isn't about Trump violating any law, America. They want 87,000 new IRS agents. They want a new building for the FBI. They want more FBI agents. They want more prosecutorial authority. Chasing down Trump supporters all over the country, including those who were not violent on January 6th. Illegal retention of classified documents. Is this a joke? You're going to indict a former president on illegal retention of classified documents that you now have? That are now in your possession? Obstruction. Obstruction of what? Obstruction of the investigation? Why was there a criminal investigation in the first place? And conspiracy? Oh yes, you see, he told his lawyers and he told his staff not to do this and not to do that. And so you're going to go after a former president who's the leading Republican to run against the sitting president under whom all this activity takes place. And you know what's funny? Joe Biden pretends he didn't have a hand in this. When the National Archives went to the White House Counsel's Office and said that we want to refer these matters to the Department of Justice or not, But we need your authority to do it. In other words, they needed to go to their client, the President of the United States, Biden, and he signed off on it. What do you mean Biden wasn't involved? And of course, as I said before, under the special counsel appointment regulation under the Department of Justice, it's not the Independent Counsel Act that was the statute. 
the special counsel reports to the attorney general. The attorney general appointed him. He's no different than a U.S. attorney for those purposes. So let's not pretend that this isn't political, that the Democrats aren't behind this. The idea that this prosecutor would subpoena hundreds of people, thousands of documents, on a document case is shocking. Particularly when you consider how they bent over backwards to protect Hillary Clinton, who wasn't even an ex-president. How they destroyed thousands of emails. How they destroyed her prior cell phones with hammers. How her lawyers never actually read the emails that they destroyed. They looked at the headers. No warrant. No FBI SWAT team. They wring their hands, the legal analysts and the others. Obstruction, obstruction, that's what makes this different. Obstruction makes it different from what? Now, Trump didn't sell classified information. He didn't give it away to the enemy. None of that stuff. That would be obstruction. No, you see, he didn't respond to the quickly enough, they claim. I'm sure I haven't read it yet. They charge him with federal felonies for his handling of documents? Just step back and think about that, America. There is no concept of proportionality? No concept of proportionality? The whole goal here is to interfere with the next election. Biden thinks Trump's the nominee, so they're going to try and take out Trump. Now, here's the thing. None of this will be ultimately resolved, probably, until after the election. And so they know that the Biden crime family will not be the focus of the media. The media exists to elect Democrats. The media exists to get conservatives and Republicans. This media exists for one purpose and one purpose only, to take out Trump. What about the, the shell corporations? Nobody will care. What about the millions that came from the communist Chinese military and wound up with the Bidens? Nobody will care. Nobody will even hear about it. Nobody. That's not by accident. None of this is by accident. It's like an aircraft carrier. You have the entire federal law enforcement and intelligence agencies moving, moving, moving in one direction. No proportionality whatsoever here. No circumspection whatsoever. You have a former attorney general and Bill Barr and others going on TV. I think he'll get indicted for this. And, and I understand it because he was screwing around with the Department of Justice. Oh, okay. Good answer. So stupid. 
So absurd. I think this did it, finally. I think this is the straw that broke the camel's back. I think tens of millions of Americans just do not believe in this system anymore. Because the Democrat Party has destroyed it. I think they've had enough. They think this is a pipsqueak issue. Just like the call to Zelensky. That the Democrat Congress and now the Democrat executive branch have used. It doesn't matter what you think of Donald Trump and his tweets and all that. That's so irrelevant to this. It's so unrelated to what's taking place in this country. This guy is defended as strongly as he possibly can. He's defended against one investigation after another. His taxes, his businesses, his children, his non-disclosure agreements. And then, of course, his handling of documents when he left the White House. Who would have thought? Well, the bureaucrats thought at the National Archives. And they throw it right into the lap of the White House, and they can't wait. They're salivating, and they throw it over to justice. They throw it over to justice. Justice knows what to do at that point. They don't need the president to go and say, you know what you need to do? No, 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 no. The Espionage Act was passed in 1917 by a racist, corrupt president by the name of Woodrow Wilson. It's been amended since. It's a very dangerous law in many respects. It's a very ambiguous law. 1918, the following year, they amended it. Basically, to define sedition as anything that the government didn't agree with. And Woodrow Wilson used it to lock up his enemies, his political enemies and adversaries. And that's what he did. under the Espionage Act. No irony there, huh, America? No irony there. Presidential Records Act does not have a criminal component because they knew when they passed it, presidents, vice presidents, cabinet secretaries, they screw up on this stuff. That's what they do. And then there are negotiations... There's resistance to turning the information over to the bureaucracy. It goes back and forth. It's a relatively new law. It was passed after Nixon. So that tells you the mindset that the Presidential Records Act was never intended to be criminalized. And so we have the Espionage Act... Uh, and uh, we have, which, which started off in a very outrageous way in 1917, and then we have the Presidential Records Act. So really, both of them have been abused here. Both of them have been abused and misused. 
And then we go to obstruction. Obstruction of what? Well, you can't obstruct these rogue prosecutors. No. Relates to the criminal investigation. Which should never have taken place in the first place. Right? Should never have been launched in the first place. Special counsel. Shouldn't have been a special counsel. But they had a special counsel. Should never have been a special counsel. So, many of you... Let let me just speak to Republicans out there and Democrats who voted for Trump, because the rest really don't matter. Independents, Democrats, Republicans who voted for Trump or didn't. I'm not talking to the radical left and so forth. You know how you feel. You know what's going on. There's tens of millions of you. And I believe this has pushed you and me to the point where we have absolutely no faith in these institutions. None whatsoever. None. You look at the treatment of Hillary and you look at the treatment of the Bidens. I'll be right back. Mark Every candidate running for the presidential nomination in the Republican Party needs to speak out against what's taken place here. I don't expect Christie to do it. Christie is a disgusting, disgraceful moron. He knows what he's doing, and I know what he's doing, too, which is why he's a coward and won't come on the show. But Trump put out a four-minute video, and I want you to listen. Go. Very sadly, we're a nation in decline, and yet they go after... A popular president, a president that got more votes than any sitting president in the history of our country, by far, and did much better the second time in the election than the first. And they go after him on a boxer's hoax, just like the Russia, Russia, Russia hoax, and all of the others. It's just been going on for seven years. They can't stop because it's election interference at the highest level. There's never been anything like what's happened I'm an innocent man. I'm an innocent person. Uh, they had the Mueller hoax, the Mueller report, and that came out. No collusion after two and a half years. That was set up by Hillary Clinton and Democrats. But this is what they do. This is what they do so well. If they would devote their energies to honesty and integrity, it would be a lot better for our country. They could do a lot better. They could do a lot of great things. But when you look at what's happened to our country in the last three years, we were energy independent. We had a strong military that wasn't woke. We were doing so well. We were respected all over the world. We got the biggest tax cuts in history, biggest regulation cuts in history. And what do you do? You have a president where an election was taken, got more votes than any sitting president in history by far, never anything even close. And they come after me 
because now we're leading in the polls again by a lot against Biden and against the Republicans by a lot. But we're leading against Biden by a lot, a tremendous amount. And we went up to a level that they figured the way they're going to stop us is by using what's called warfare. And that's what it is. This is warfare for the law. And we can't let it happen. We can't let it happen. Our country is going to hell. And they come after Donald Trump, weaponizing the Justice Department, weaponizing the FBI. We can't let this continue to go on because it's ripping our country to shreds. We have such big problems, and this shouldn't be one of them. It's a hoax. The whole thing is a hoax. Just like Russia, 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 just like the fake dossier was a hoax. You saw the Durham report. You saw the Mueller report. It was all a big hoax. You had two impeachments, and they lost, and we won. And we had tremendous support. But that was a hoax and a scam. And now they're doing it again. It's just a continuation, seven years, even after I'm out. But it's called election interference. They're trying to destroy your reputation so they can win an election. That's just as bad as doing any of the other things that have been done over the last number of years, and especially during the 2020 election. So I just want to tell you, I'm an innocent man. I did nothing wrong. And we will fight this out just like we've been fighting for seven years. It would be wonderful if we could f devote our full time to making America great again. And that's exactly what we did. But now, again, our country is in decline. We're a failing nation. And this is what they do. I'm an innocent man. We will prove that again. Seven years of proving it. And here we go again. Very unfair. But that's the way it is. I just want to thank everybody. We are doing something very special for our country. We're putting America first. I always put America first. And that's why we were in a position. Unfortunately, that position is no longer valid because they've done such a poor job. But we're in a position where we're going to make America great again. Uh, I'm innocent, and we will prove that very, very soundly and hopefully very quickly. Thank you very much. I predict this will unite Republicans and conservatives like nothing else. Like nothing before. I watched Nancy Mace on Fox, who I've criticized in the past. And she was outstanding. And she said, as you know, I've had my differences with President Trump, but this is outrageous. And she said, I predicted when we would start to get to the bottom of this Biden Form 1023 and the $5 million bribe, that this would happen, that they would charge Trump. And it has happened exactly the same day when every committee member got to see this document. And she and others who've seen it have said this raises so many questions that the document is damning. No wonder they tried to destroy the whistleblower. No wonder they try and destroy all the whistleblowers. I'll be right back. Mark Levin, the thunder on the right. Call in now, 877-381-3811. Please don't miss uh, Life, Liberty, and Levin this Sunday. We will have... The key lawyer in this case, 
James Trusty on the program, um, as well as Marco Rubio. That's 8 p.m. Eastern Time this Sunday. If you're not sure you can see it live, then by all means, set your DVR right now. Um, And, of course, I will have a killer opening statement. And um, there's a lot to say about this. I will be on Hannity at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time in about an hour as well. You folks are tremendous patriots. You've been demonstrating to corporate America that you're not going to put up with their crap anymore. Parents and taxpayers across this country have been demonstrating to school boards you're not going to put up with their crap anymore. Brave pro-lifers have been making it clear that you're not going to put up with, with abortion, particularly abortion on demand and partial birth abortion. You're not going to put up with that crap anymore. And so you've rallied, you've protested, you've made your voices heard. You have voted. You're doing everything you can legally, civilly, legitimately, peacefully to save your families, children, your schools, your neighborhoods, your communities, your economic system, citizenship. And yet there's a force that's fighting you, the Democrat Party, that promotes crime and criminals, illegal immigration, the destruction of the dollar in our currency, undermines your pensions, your health care systems, calls you names, undermines the military, sells out to the communist Chinese. And then we have a government in Washington, D.C. that censors information during a pandemic, that works with massive Silicon Valley corporations to identify you as an enemy of the state, to silence you, to deplatform you, to deplatform the former president. You have an internal revenue service that's run by the Democrats that goes after the Tea Party and Tea Party groups. You have Democrat prosecutors in Albany, in Manhattan, in Atlanta, in Washington, D.C. that unleash in an obviously coordinated fashion an attack against a former president even while he's a private citizen because he's decided to run again for election. The Democrat Party wants to put Donald Trump in prison. You charge people with crimes to convict them and to get them sentenced and to take them out of society. You understand that? Felony obstruction has a 20-year sentence. That's what they seek to do. They're trying to use the tax code in New York, 
is the attorney general. To put Trump in prison in New York. They're trying to use January 6th in Atlanta. Potentially a RICO charge. Which is strange since it's a state case. But nonetheless, another obstruction case to try and put Trump in prison in Georgia. They're trying to use a documents case and attach obstruction to it to try and put Trump in federal prison. Seven felony charges. I don't know all the details. But I guess if they get what they want, they can put Trump in prison for life. Where do they do things like this? While Hillary Clinton's roaming the, the planet, unscathed for Russia collusion scandal that she launched. Unscathed, having destroyed thousands of emails and her cell phones during the course of an investigation. How's that possible? How's that possible? Then we have people like Chris Christie and Chris Sununu and Asa Hutchison who think this is great. Who think this is great? George Conway who said it's Christmas celebrating it. Hosts on CNN and MSNBC who are orgasmic. Orgasmic. But I suspect this will unite true patriotic Americans from all walks of life. From all walks of life. Other than the outliers, I think it will unite Republicans including Republican candidates running in the presidential primaries, to denounce it. They want a fair fight, even though it could be an ugly fight, even though it could be a muddy fight. But they don't support one of their rivals being prosecuted by a Democrat administration. And the truth is that Joe Biden is a crook. That the Biden family is crooked. That they have used their influence, they have used their positions to shake down communist China, which is happy to be shaken down, and Russia, and Ukraine, and Romania, and God knows knows who else. For tens of millions of dollars. Joe Biden says today, well, where's the money? I think we should take him up on that. But those who investigate potential criminal violations refuse to investigate Biden. And of course, they've sat on Hunter Biden for six years. Oh, they'll throw something at Hunter. 
They covered up this Form 1023 as long as they could. Thank goodness for Congressman Comer. Now the whole committee has seen it. And the Republicans in the committee are appalled and disgusted by what they've read. No wonder. No wonder. Biden's attorney general and Biden's director of the FBI sat on this as long as they could. They sat on it through the midterm elections. They sat on it through the midterm elections. They sat on Hunter's laptop that directly implicates Joe Biden, as does at least one witness, Bob Alinsky, who's come forward and has spoken out. You're angry and I don't blame you. You see what's going on in our classrooms to our children, and they call you names when you, when you say, what are you doing? You see what kind of filth is in these elementary school libraries, and they accuse you of banning books. Banning books. You're sick and tired of your kids being taught racism through critical race theory. You're born physically this way. You're born physically that way. You're good. You're bad. You're sick of it. And you're called out. You're called a racist, regardless of your race. You're tired of it. Our public schools don't teach anymore. Test scores are in the toilet. The radical left Marxist unions that work for the Democrat Party are in charge of our school systems for which you pay an enormous amount of property taxes and have no say whatsoever? You have a Democrat party whose number one issue is abortion, killing babies. Number two issue is the mutilation of your children once they're born. It's a civil right now. It's a civil right for strangers, government employees, educational bureaucrats. To make the decision on whether your daughter keeps her breasts. On whether your son keeps his penis. The government's making this decision. The culture's gone to hell. Every day. 10,000 illegal immigrants crossing across the border. And these poor people being raped and sold into slavery. Children being molested. The cartels have control of the border. Democrat parties all in. No big deal. It's all good. Fentanyl and other drugs coming across the country. Killing 100,000 of our young citizens. Oh well. So be it. We need gun control. How about fentanyl control? How about illegal alien control? How about crime control? No, no, no. Of course you're ticked off. And they don't want to beat Trump the old-fashioned way. They want four more years of Biden. They know he has dementia. They know he's an idiot. 
But that's okay by them. In fact, that's preferred by them. Because they can push AOC and Bernie Sanders' agenda. He's got people around him, people around him, who would make Karl Marx proud. And so they issue executive orders in violation of the Constitution. He waves a magic wand and a trillion dollars is spent. Hardworking Americans subsidizing student loans? Oh, well, so be it. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. It's amazing that every time the government intervenes in our elections, it's to help the Democrats. It's to help the Democrats. See, Hillary Clinton should have been indicted and charged and imprisoned for what she did. Not even a close call. Not a former president. But then the Democrats wouldn't have even had a candidate. So the FBI's senior brass says, we can't do that, can we? But the FBI's senior brass here is a completely different mindset, doesn't it? It's Trump. Media tells us everybody hates Trump. Mitch McConnell hates Trump. Has he put out a statement today, Mr. Producer? I haven't seen one of you. This is part of the problem. When the head of the Senate Republicans sits there, mum, you think Schumer would do that with Biden? I'm in a slightly different location, so point of personal privilege, I want my wife to know I will be on Hannity tonight. So I would ask that... uh, You walk the dogs tonight. (laughs) Because I won't be available. Now the poor thing had to walk walk them last night too because I... Because I'm trying to finish editing my book. And I'm going to tell you the title of the book right now. Even though the publisher does not want me to do that for the next 12 days, but I'm going to give you the title of the book anyway. You can't get it on Amazon yet. And it is the longest book I've ever written. And now I have to add even more to it. It's called The Democrat Party Hates America. Again, it's not on Amazon yet. It will be soon. The Democrat Party Hates America. America. Not the Democratic Party. Ladies and gentlemen, we salute our armed forces, police officers, firefighters, and emergency personnel. We salute our truckers, the freedom fighters in Taiwan and Ukraine. And tonight we're going to salute President Trump. Let him know we have his back. And I'll see you on Hannity in 30 minutes. Take care. Take care. 